Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. Today we begin a new series here in our Monday podcast slot. It is one of the earliest sitcoms, getting its start in 1938. It is called The Aldrich Family, and it ran for over 13 years with movie, TV, and even comic book adaptations. We begin our run with The Aldrich Family with two short episodes. The first one is the earliest that I could find, and it is a sketch done on the Rudy Valley Show on July 28, 1938. It is entitled Crowded Bathroom. The second is a special sketch done to promote cancer awareness and encouraging people to go see their doctor for a checkup. There's no exact date for the cancer awareness episode that I could find, but most seem to place it about 1947. I'll give you some more background on the show after we listen to these two short sketches of the Aldrich family. Some weeks ago, our listeners were made acquainted with young Ezra Stone leading member of the cast of the George Abbott comedy success, What a Life, in a scene from that play. The occasion was pleasant, so enjoyable in fact that we commissioned Clifford Goldsmith, author of What a Life, to write a new sketch based on the same characters, chief of which is Henry Aldrich, aged 17 and constantly in hot water. You will hear the result now with Leah Penman, Betty Field, and Clyde Fillmore supporting Mr. Stone. Ezra Stone in The Early Life of Henry Aldrich. The time, 7.30, any morning. The place, the Aldrich home, located in any American town. As our curtain rises, Henry, son of the house, is apparently on the wrong side of a door as he greets the day with an indeterminate song. Henry! Henry Aldrich! Yes, father? How much longer are you going to be in that bathroom? I'm practically through now! You don't say so. I'm afraid that none of the other members of this family cared to watch. What's that, father? Nothing. Just hurry up and get out of there. Yes, father. Oh, weenie, 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 bella, 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 bella. Yes, father. It's not father, it's me. Yeah? Well, uh, well, get away. Mom says to keep quiet. Aunt Harriet is trying to sleep. I didn't even know when Harriet was here. Well, she is. She arrived in the night. Well, well, well. Out of the nowhere into the here. Out of the nowhere into the here. Out of the here, where into the know. Henry! You want Aunt Harriet to hear you? I thought you said she was asleep. Henry? Hand me my vanishing cream. What do you want? Hand me my vanishing cream. It's right there on the glass shelf. There isn't any vanishing cream on the glass shelf. Evidently, it must have vanished. <laughs> it isn't eight o'clock yet. Will I be saying by nine? 
I can tell you one thing you'll be saying if you don't hurry up and get out of there. Dad, please make him give me my vanishing cream. There it is. My gosh. Thank you. You're welcome. Mary? Yes, Mother? Did I hear Henry Aldrich come out of that bathroom? You did, but he went back in again. He just came out to see what month it was. When he comes out, tell him I want to see him. He may. Supposing you were asking what he did with the cord to the electric toaster. Henry? Mother wants to know what you did with the cord to the toaster. Ask her to what toaster? To the only toaster we have. He took the cord down in the basement for something last night. What's that? Henry, what did you do with the cord? I didn't do anything with it. I can fix it, I think. You think? That's a pretty picture. We can't wash in our own bathroom, and we can't even have toast for breakfast. We might all just well be living in Russia. Henry! <laughs> now what, sweetheart? Please hand me some of my facial tissues. Sure, hand me this, hand me that. No wonder I can't get anything done. What do you think I do, work here? If you ever do any work, it'll have to be in there. After all, if you want to take possession of that place, you've got to take some of the responsibility to go with it. Listen, uh, I'll give you your facial watchman course if you go get me my necktie. <gasps> so that's what you've been doing in there. You're dressing. Father, please get him out of there. Just how would you go about it? I don't know, but there must be some way. You should talk. You wash everything you own in here three times a day. <laughs> Anybody think that anybody else entering this bathroom was committing a major offense? Oh! Serves you right. What'd you do? Get your left hand wet? Is that so? Here, look out. I want to speak to him. speak to me Henry! Yes, Father, did you want me? What do you think I'm calling you for? Why did this entirely aside from the issue? What did you do with the lawnmower when you finished with it yesterday? I didn't do anything with it. I put it right back in the garage. I see. Yes, sir. Henry Aldrich. Yes, father. The next time I'm speaking to you, supposing you pay me the courtesy of listening. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. Supposing you look out the bathroom window and see whether you see the same thing I just saw. Out the bathroom window? You're in the bathroom, aren't you? Yes. Holy gee. Well, I don't think I'm the one that left that out there. No. Apparently the lawnmower got up in the middle of the night and went out there under its own power. Uh, you don't think you could have left it out there, do you, Father? I could have left it out there. I'd be just paid two dollars and a half to have that machine sharpened. Did that guy charge two dollars and a half for the lousy job he did? Perhaps you thought leaving it out in the rain would improve what he did. Oh, I'll pay for it. Out of what? If you've got any money coming, suppose that you pay me what you owe me. Sure. That's a nice way to start the day. Go around reminding everybody of the debts they owe you, even before they're washed. Well, if I remember correctly, your hands weren't any too clean when you asked to borrow that money from me. Mary, is Henry still washing in there? I don't know whether he's still washing or not, but he's certainly still in there. I'm practically through now. Henry. Yes, Mother? When you took that cord down to the basement last night, what did you do with it? What do you mean, what did I do with it? Whatever it was, you'll pay for it. I want to know how the fuse of the electric icebox happened to be burned out. Holy gee, is that what that flash was? Now, <laughs> uh -huh. 
are, then you do know something about it. Is this the only place where matters of importance can be discussed? After all, I'm supposed to go downtown sometime this morning. When I arrive at the office, I would at least like to have my hair combed. Would you like to have me shove your comb under the door, Dad? Yes, please do. I can make my toilet out in the hallway. Did he say he did want me to or he didn't want me to? You wait, young man, until your father learns that the icebox was turned off all night. Yeah? Mm-hmm. His orange juice wasn't even lukewarm. And the cream for his coffee has soured. You're the sour cream in my coffee. Mary. Henry, I'll reach you come out of that bathroom and run over to the corner store and get your father some cream. In the condition I'm in? No matter what condition you're in, you come out of there. I've got to do something about this breakfast. Huh? I'm coming. Here I am. Oh, hello, Father. You back? Of course I'm back. Have you finally finished? Just the old homesteader. I bet he's grown two inches since he went in there. Hurry up, Henry! Uh, uh, could I have some money, Father? What are you going to do? Charge me to go into that bathroom? <laughs> I, I've got to have enough money to get a bottle of cream. Before? Something happened to the icebox last night. But you haven't any idea what the trouble was. Oh, I guess it was my fault, Father. And why shouldn't you pay for the cream out of your own money? Well, I guess I should. Uh... Uh, uh, could you pay me that 75 cents you owe me for carrying out the ashes last winter? Mary. I won't be but a minute, Father. Can you imagine that? Huh. No respect at all. Henry, you left your Roman history book in here. Well, don't lose my place. <laughs> and another thing, Henry. I hope that one of these days you will assume a few responsibilities. After all, when you take the car to the toaster downstairs, you're old enough to bring it back up when you're through with it. I thought I did. You thought you did. I suppose you thought the icebox would run with the fuse blown out. I suppose you thought yes. that the lawnmower would... Yes, Mother? Do you know what you did last night? What? You put the car to the toaster on the flat iron and then left it plugged in all night. No wonder the icebox fuse is blown out. Yes, and I get the blame for it. Haven't you started yet, Henry? I'm just starting now. Well, ask your father to take a look out the back window. I wonder whether he realizes he left the lawnmower out all night. When did I leave the lawnmower out all night? Oh, when do you think? I saw you go around to the garage myself and get it out right after dinner. I'll be blamed if I didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, could I keep the change to this dollar, Father? Henry! Now what? Where'd you put the soap? I didn't put it any place. There wasn't any soap. <laughs> This coming week, try the delicious tropical... Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, Mother! The Aldrich family! Sorry, <laughs> Ezra Stone, with Jackie Kelt, Catherine Roth, Alf Jameson, Mary Roth, and Norman Pocock. <laughs> We all know that a house is made up of four walls and a roof, but add a family and you have a home. Add a teenage boy like Henry Aldrich and you have Bedlam. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. Mary, Mary, did you find your shoes? Yes, Mother, I'm all ready, except for my makeup. Uh, dear, I want you to help me look for my long hat pin. This hat just won't stay on without it. 
Henry. Yes, Mother. Have you seen my long hat pin? Your long hat, Mother? No, dear. The one that looks like a barber pole? Henry, she doesn't want the hat. She wants the pin. I have a safety pin inside me, Mother. What? The only thing is it's holding my trousers up. And, Mother, don't you think a dollar's too much? Too much for what? Well, when I look at you, we're all ready to leave, and you haven't even combed your hair. I combed it. I give you my word I combed it. It's Willie Marshall, Mother. He's trying to get a dollar out of me for my own radio that was fine until he fixed it, only he didn't fix it. See, and now all the lights in the house keep going out. Don't you agree, Mother? Yes, dear. Mary, help me look behind the sofa cushions for my hat pin. Yes, Mother, only do you really have to have it? Now, Mary, I just won't feel safe without it. And I certainly can't go out to a place like this with my hat on my mind. Mother, how much do you think Father would charge me to sue Willie Marshall? Willie, I warn you for the last time. I'm giving you one last chance. Are you paying me that dollar orange? Now, listen, Willie, where do you think you're going with that radio? I'm seizing it. Willie, that radio belongs to Henry. I'm not in the radio repair business for my health, Mary. Henry owes me a dollar, and I can't afford to let friendship interfere. I'm a businessman. You're a crook. Now, now, Henry, I'm sure you're mistaken. Mother, do you realize that now, every time I turn on my radio, all the lights in my room go out? They do not. They do so. And unless you tune in on a mystery program, what good is that? Wait a minute. What is that sticking up on top of the radio? That's my aerial. That's my hat pin. Well, my goodness. Mother, I'm going to go put on my face. Gee whiz, Mother. Are you taking it out? Yes, I am. Do you realize we have to leave here in ten minutes and I almost had to go without a hat? Hey, Henry. Homer, where have you been? I told you not to let Willie near my radio. Oh, Henry, I found your baseball bat. Now we can stick up for your right. Oh, Yeah. Now, listen, Willie, you see this baseball bat? Yeah, and you see this radio? Fellas, wait. Uh, Now, just a minute. Homer and Willie, I'm sorry, but Henry is going out with us in just a few minutes. I know, Mrs. Aldrich. I'm coming, too. What's that? Henry, didn't you say your mother invited me? I said she would, Homer, after I'd worked on her for a while. (laughs) I'm coming, Sam. And, Henry, after I see what your father wants, I'd like to speak to you. But, Mother, Homer won't be any trouble. Does that mean I can go with you, Henry? Sam, where are you? I'm in the kitchen, shining my shoes. Oh, my goodness. There are times when I wish Henry was five years younger so I could turn him over my knee. I can see your point, Alice. But do you think it would be worth going through the last five years again? Well, no, but do you know what he's done? He's invited Homer to come with us. Yes? It isn't that Homer doesn't have his good points, dear, but I'm always afraid somebody's going to think he's ours. Why isn't Homer going with his own parents? But didn't you know, Sam, they aren't going. What's that? Elizabeth is... Well, I don't suppose she's afraid exactly, but just the word cancer makes her nervous. Yeah? So she's just going to ignore it, huh? Well, if she thought she had it, I suppose she'd do something. But she thinks it's silly to take the whole family down to Dr. Bennington for an examination and just get them frightened. And just how does Elizabeth think people are going to know if they don't have an examination? Well, she keeps saying she's never had a sick day in her life and she feels perfectly fine. Hey, look, Alice, get her on the phone and explain to her that we all feel sure we haven't got cancer. But the reason we're going to Dr. Bennington for an examination is purely for reassurance. Well, uh, all right, Sam, I'll phone her. Tell her we'll pick her up in ten minutes. Come on, Homer. Is he following us? I don't think so. 
Father, did you leave a dollar bill on the dining room table? Yes, Henry, it's for the paper boy. Well, did you know Willie Marshall was standing right over it, looking at it? What's that? Oh, Willie! Willie! Henry, what are we gonna do? Do you think he means it? Sure he means it, Homer. If Willie says he's gonna stick right with me until I pay him a dollar, boy, he'll even be going to bed with me tonight. And if he comes down to the doctor's with us, think how embarrassing it's going to be for your parents. Somebody might think he belongs to them. Homer, wait a minute. You see that broom closet right behind you? Yeah. Henry, are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? I think so. Because if you are, I think Willie would just fit in there perfectly. Sure. Oh, Willie! Oh, Willie! Yeah? Well, Henry, are you ready to fix things up? Sure, Willie. You're gonna get fixed up. Well, that's swell. I hate to do this to you, Hen, but on a deal like this, you gotta close it when you get the chance. You hear that, Homer? Good luck! Henry, wait. If you're gonna get the money, Henry, you'll find it on your dining room table. Mother! We're in the front hall, Henry. Well, is everybody ready? I am, Father. So am I. Well, let's hurry, then, because we have to pick up Elizabeth Brown. Well, is everybody ready, or are we leaving now? Willie! Are you coming? Sure. Didn't I make myself clear, Henry? Well, gee whiz, where's Homer? Uh, Homer decided he wouldn't be going anyplace for a while. That's funny. Well, then, what are we waiting for? Let's go. Henry, please come on. It isn't going to do any good to just sit here in the waiting room, son. Come on, Henry. Father's right. You better come home with us. But don't you all understand? I have to find out what's the matter with Willie. There's probably nothing wrong with him, dear. But, Mother, didn't you hear the nurse? She said Dr. Bennington sent my pal Willie over to a specialist. Gee. Now, Henry, I don't think for one minute that Willie has cancer. But if he has, it's a good thing they found out about it. Father, can't I just wait here until I hear something? But, Henry, we should be getting home. Boy, here we are, and Dr. Bennington says we're all fine, and we can go home, and there's Willie someplace. Where is he? Where is he? Homer! Where's Willie? I just broke out of that broom closet, and boy... Homer, is that my broom you're waving around? Yes, Mrs. Aldrich, and wait till I find that Willie. Homer, you know what's happened to our pal? Who? Willie. Boy, some pal. Come on, where is he? He isn't here, Homer. Dr. Bennington examined him, and then he sent him to another doctor, a specialist. You mean he's sick? Our pal, Willie? Boy, I'm going to sit right here until I find out how he is. Mrs. Aldrich, would you like to carry your broom home? Henry, move over. In the living room, and Alice, I'd like you to take a look at something. Of course. What is it? That corner over there. Do you see anything in it? No, dear, nothing. Neither do I. And isn't that where we usually keep our radio? My goodness, it's gone. Mary, have you seen our radio? Did you say the kitchen radio was in here, Father? No, I didn't. Well, it isn't in the kitchen. Do you mean it's gone, too? Sam, phone the police. They've been stolen. <laughs> Just 
back up a few more steps. Don't push me off the sidewalk. Boy, is this radio heavy. Okay, Homer, lower it into the wagon. Easy now. Can I... Can I let go? Yeah, there. Homer, you wouldn't like to go back in your house, would you, and look around some more? Henry, for the millionth time, this living room radio is the only one we've got. Unless... Homer, does your father have a radio in his car? Oh, no. I'm not going to let Willie touch that one, even if he is our best pal. Well, anyway, with these two for my house, we've got three for him to repair. Sure. That should make him happy. And we won't tell them they don't really need repairing, will we? Of course not. Well, he won't know the difference. Come on, let's get these over to his house. Sure. Who'll pull a wagon? Homer, suppose you pull it over and I'll pull it back. Well, that's a good idea. Are you sure Dr. Bennington said they sent Willie home? Yeah, straight from the specialist. Boy, they probably sent him to bed for at least a month. Henry, how... How long do you suppose it takes to cure cancer? I don't know. My father says it all depends on how early you discover it. My mother's got a friend, and you know what she says? If you drink rusty water out of a blacksmith's pail, you can cure it. Homer. Or if you get touched by a seventh son of the seventh son. Boy, imagine anybody believing a thing like that. Huh? What? Wouldn't you, you think even a moron would see through a thing like that? Oh, sure. I'll say. I saw through it the minute I heard it. And listen, Homer, when we get over there, let's not bother Willie. Let's just give these radios to his mother. Sure. And tell her to tell him to go right to work and have a swell time and fix them all he wants. Sure. Provided she's got lots of fuses. Hello, Officer Burns. This is Sam Ulrich again. I just called to see if you'd had any word on our radios. Oh, I see. Mother, I'm home. The large radio was stolen from the living room, Officer. Oh, gee whiz. And the small one from the kitchen. Father, Father, can I speak to you for a second? Oh, would you hold on a minute, Officer? Henry, what is it? Father, I took those radios over to my pal Willie's house so we could fix them. What? But, Henry, they didn't need to be fixed. I know, Father, but Willie's awfully sick and... Do you think two little radios are too much of a sacrifice? Hello, hello, officer. I'm sorry to have troubled you. We just caught the party who took the radios. No, no, I don't wish to press charges. Oh, no, no, please don't bother. Just let me handle him. Goodbye, Officer Burns. Now, see here, Henry. Wouldn't you like me to answer the door, Father? Yes, please. And then will you come into the living room? Well, gee whiz. Hi, Henry. Willie. What are you doing up? Gee, come on in. Uh, listen, Henry. Well, you better come in and sit down. How are you feeling? I feel fine. I can use my feet all I want. You want? Didn't Dr. Bennington send you to a specialist? Sure, seropodist. I got fallen arches. You what? Boy, that's some examination they give you for cancer. You know what else they discovered? I got to have my tonsils out. Well, I'll be darned. That's okay. I'm going to do a big business while I'm in the hospital. You know they have a radio in every room? Listen, Willie, speaking of radio... Sure, let's get down to business. I've got all your radios in running order, but it was a big job, so you owe me $2 for each one. Willie, you're crazy. I don't know you a cent. Okay, then I'll seize the radio. Yeah? Yeah. Father, could you get that policeman back on the phone? <laughs> Thank you.
The Aldrich Family began as a 1938 Broadway play entitled What a Life. It was written by Clifford Goldsmith, who was a writer simply struggling to make a living, and the show became a smash hit. The unexpected star of the show was the teenage son, Henry, even though he was not considered the main character of the play. Rudy Valley, who was a popular singer and star of his own radio show back in the 30s, hired Goldsmith to write some comedy sketches about Henry and the Aldrich family because Rudy Valley had seen the play and had enjoyed it so much he wanted some more of it. And some, so Goldsmith wrote sketches for the Rudy Valley show. You heard one of those today, The Crowded Bathroom. Then Kate Smith, another famous singer with her own radio show, she's very famous for singing God Bless America, she had 39 weeks of Aldrich Family sketches on her show. Then, on July 2nd of 1939, the Aldrich Family became its own 30-minute sitcom. It remained on the air until 1953. The show was such a hit that Goldsmith, the writer, became the highest paid writer in the business, making $3,000 a week. Now, I looked that up because we're talking late 30s, early 40s here. So what was the value of a dollar in 1940 as compared to the value of a dollar in 2021? Well, his making $3,000 a week is about the equivalent of making somewhere between 2 to $3 million a year in 2021. So, the guy hit it big. <laughs> well, over the upcoming episodes, we will talk more about the cast of the show and learn other interesting tidbits about the Aldrich family. For now, I hope you have enjoyed this first taste of the show. Please send your questions and comments to host at ClassicComedyOTR.com. Come back next Monday for another episode of The Aldrich Family and check in on Wednesday for the next installment of The Bob Hope Show. Until next time, in the words of Richard Bach, every gift from a friend is a wish for your happiness. <laughs>